What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode, we'll be unpacking Black celebrity trauma. Okay, let's start the show. Hello. <laughs> Hello. At least it wasn't dry this time. <laughs> I know. I tried. I did try. What's up um, with you? What's your baggage today? I don't know. I'm getting tired of people trying me, man. I guess that's my baggage. Like I'm really getting tired of people trying me, trying me professionally, trying me mm. in different ways. Not even just professionally. Yeah, just a there's a level of respect that. I command, and I know that I do in every room that I am in, yet people still try to try me. And mm. I just, you know, lay it on thick because <laughs> you got to know that it's just not, it's not what you want to do. So I guess, I don't know if it's baggage is more, I'm just, I, I mean, it is baggage. I'm really am tired of it. I'm, I'm I've worked my ass off to get to a point in my life where uh, like little shit that just is unacceptable just should not be happening anymore. Mm. You know, it just shouldn't be happening anymore. And, you know, I get them all the way right, but it's still just annoying. You know, it's just like that we even have to be here, especially with people that are adults. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, <laughs> that's the biggest thing for me. We're adults. So I would, you know, would you, I always think about it from two ways. Like first, I mean, you know, race is usually attached to a lot of things in general, sure. but mm -hmm. I usually don't try to go there. I just take it as just being a woman, a woman, period. Sure. Would you speak to your counterpart, male counterpart that way? Right. You know, would you inter interrupt them while while they're speaking? No, you probably would not do that. Like right. nine times out of 10, you would not do that, especially right. in a business type situation. And then when it comes to- Especially if it was a white man. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, and, and how does that even look? You know, it's just like, how does it look? Um, Not good, not good. <laughs> uh, So- you know, stuff like that. And then it's stuff in, you know, personal life too, you know. Um, you know, there's a lot happening in November. A lot of people are doing no November. I don't know if I'm like silently kind of doing it or it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to start saying no to stuff. No, I don't have the capacity to do this. No, I'm... I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I, um. So I'm like, you know, maybe I'm kind of doing it and don't even know that I'm doing it. But really, it's just not it has nothing to do with the month for me. I've just right. had enough. And uh, with everything that's going on with me personally, I'm I feel like I'm very uh, tender hearted right now just mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I lost somebody really close to me. And that's not something that you get over really quickly you know right. um it's only been a month and you know that's nothing you know there's a drop in a barrel so right. i just feel you know if i come off a little more um i don't want to say crass but just a little more blunt it's because like i just don't have the capacity for bullshit right now i just don't and i don't feel like i need to go through it you know, normally I'm cordial. I keep it, you know, cute and everything. But right now it's just like, I don't have it into me to go that extra mile because it seems like people don't, they don't think and they don't want to go the extra yeah. mile. So I'm just going to have to let you know and let you know now. So okay. that's Good where I am. <laughs> Good for you. So Katrina, <laughs> what is your baggage today? What isn't my baggage today? That's the real question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it has been a wild, I want to say two weeks, but maybe not. Maybe longer than that. Maybe closer to a month. I have no idea. Like, I'm really lost on time. I don't know what day it is half the time, let alone the dates <laughs> and what's going on. Um, I'm tired. 
physically, mentally, emotionally, maybe even spiritually. I don't know, but I'm tired. Um, And then, of course, that's exacerbated by the fact that, like, I'm running off of four hours of sleep today. Um, So that makes me even more physically tired. But work has been hectic, taking on new clients, one of my contracts closing, trying to pick up this other contract. Um, So that's been hectic. And then it just wears on you. Like, Mm -hmm. also stuff with my health is still going on, still trying to figure some stuff out with that. Um, so my, my eating has been funny because I'm still eliminating things and testing things out and seeing what I'm reacting to and trying to convince these damn doctors to just run an allergy test because clearly I'm having a reaction to something. Um, and I think all of that just starts to wear on you mentally and emotionally because it becomes like just exhausting to continue to fight with doctors or be worried about what's happening with my business and money and all of that kind of stuff. So I think I'm just in that place. I think in the last couple of days, it's really hit me and I'm just like, all right, your girl is tired. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm tired. Um, so yeah, I feel like everything is my baggage lately. I need a break. That's where I'm at. I need a break. I need some time away. I need to breathe. Um, I need to rest. All of those things. So I will be taking the whole week of Thanksgiving off. Nice. Whatever that means when you own a business and are people's bosses. But I will not be seeing clients at the very least. So I'm hoping that I can rest then and I'm taking a quick little weekend getaway it's for an event though so that might be kind of hectic and less restful but I have some things lined up but it's like I'm just trying to get there at this point and a week and a half can't come soon enough I'm tired (laughs) yeah I feel that I think I'm more if I could say if I'm tired I would say I would be more emotionally tired Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like a a big push and you know push and pull, push and pull. I'm pull. You know, yeah. it's like it's like back and forth, back and forth. Um, you know, me feeling like, okay, am I am I am I going down the right path? Am I am I you know is this my purpose? What is my purpose? You know, it's like I'm I'm to- constantly on myself on myself about things. Mm. Uh, and then on top of that with you know, the other stuff that's going on and, you know, grief and, and other things that are happening at the same time, I would say like, it's just like a soul thing where you just feel like, oh, like, I don't know. Like deeply, deeply soul, spirit, heart exhaustion. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. It probably also, if, you know, we think about all of the things happening in our environment, this weather probably doesn't help. We're moving, it's fall, but we're moving into more like fall winter weather, even here in LA. And so I think people are, your our bodies are wanting to slow down. People are starting to slow down. And then we just dealing with shit. It seems like everybody got shit going on right now. Like there's just so much shit yeah. happening. It is, it's popping. It, <laughs> it's it popping. really is. It's like, if it not ain't me, for the it's good somebody reasons. else. If it's somebody, if it ain't somebody else, it's they extended family. Like, oh, yeah, it's been a wild, wild time. It has. I mean, I still think we're living in some type of matrix since <laughs> 2020. I feel like 2019 was like the last normal year, and now these last couple of years, it's like oh, a there's whole shit show. Oh, it's been a whole shit show. Um, I just saw today or yesterday, I don't even remember, um, Orange County declared a state of emergency. Why? Because apparently kids are going to the emergency room with respiratory infections and viruses, respiratory viruses, at like astonishing rates right now. Mm. And I'm like, again, we're going to do this again. 
something else. We done so, had COVID and all of its many variants. The monkeypox. There was a hornet thing at one point. Oh I don't my even gosh. know what happened with that. Like, yeah, we just declared a state of emergency for some respiratory thing that is primarily Im- impacting kids in this moment, but who knows where that'll go. Great. <laughs> right. And here here we are moving into flu season. Well, you know, Orange County, I don't know. I don't know what they be doing over there. I know they don't be having no clothes on. Or masks. That too. But they really don't be having no mask and no clothes. Like, when I tell you, I've seen so many people just walking down the street, like flip-flops, shorts. And you know, like a lot of Orange County is near the beach. Yeah. And so you feel that breeze. And I'm looking over like, I know I'm freezing. So I don't know what... (laughs) What y'all doing out here? What are y'all doing out here with Whatever just the hell they want? one little sweatshirt on? That's like that's my fashion. This is what I'm wearing. Whatever the hell they want, it's but true. their kids is out there. Well, it's not just their kids, but <laughs> they are the first to declare. Man, their kids is out there. They out here. No, uh, but apparently it's happening all across the country. It's just that you know. Callie is the first to declare the state of emergency that I've seen anyways. So, mm. you know, here we are. Another day and more trauma. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good leeway to, <laughs> to our topic for the day. Yeah, so we're talking about Black celebrity trauma and... You know, because who child like y'all going through it, man. Like, I, I, I'm just going to preface this with saying like, damn, like, I don't know. Is it fame? Is it the business? Is it the money? Is it the uh, I don't know what goes on because I'm not famous. <laughs> but I will tell you right now, if I did come into some money, lo and behold, you were here for me. You know, like I will come, you know, okay, here, I'll give you a little leg. I'll give you a little, okay, a little leg leg here. Okay, I gave you, I'm here, I showed up for the event, and then I'm going on about my business. Like, I just, (laughs) you know, I I don't know. But, um, you know, there's a lot going on. Mm -mm. And, uh, you know, it's a part of our culture, you know, and, you know, entertainment and, you know, it sucks that entertainment is like the forefront of our culture, but it is. I mean, we entertain right. the world. And um, yeah, I don't know what's going on, y'all. I, I'm just, I'm a preface this by saying I'm a pray for all parties involved. Because it seems like there needs some serious prayer needs our hands need to be held in and held and laid upon some people so they can just snap out of it i don't know what's going on and only only some higher power bigger than us i feel can rectify or any way remotely help the situation because shit's going down yeah it is a lot going on so what are we talking about um in the last month <laughs> again my timeline is off so <laughs> recently we didn't got uh well we didn't get anybody anything Kanye <laughs> <laughs> Kanye is doing the Kanye thing and is being canceled all over the place uh takeoff just was murdered um those are the things I know about. Yeah, I mean, those are the two, like, oh, I'll tell Those are the I'll, biggest ones. That those are the biggest about. ones. And then I'll tell you one more. There's a, And this one is even more like, you're like, what? I don't know if people even know who these people are. You might not. They're kind of like, one is a rapper. One of them is like kind of like, I guess, a reality show person. And they have a show together. And all are, are some type of 
something together and they're in this very toxic relationship and it is being played out publicly okay she has been beat up there's been pictures of her there's been pictures of them out this is the the couple's name is the girl's name is krishan and the guy's name is mm -hmm. blueface Mm -hmm. they've been out and about fighting the shits on on all over social media um I'm pretty sure there, you know, it's a lot of, when I say trauma, I mean, it's a lot of alcohol and drugs. I'm, I believe that are involved because there's no way in hell, like, even if you on this bad girls club tip and you're this or whatever, um, like, I'm not going to be made to look like a clown in public or anywhere for that matter. Like, but you know, I don't know that everybody sees it like that. Um, yeah, I'm not tussling with with my my dude and staying with him, you yeah. know. And I know people stay. I'm not saying that they, but but in the public eye, like to like literally, she's been like. There's pictures of her bruised and bloodied, and like we're just like, oh, what what's happening next? Like, what else happened? Like, as if this is a part of the show, and I just don't know how that, like, that's severe toxic abuse is happening in the public eye and nobody's doing anything about it they're not doing anything about it right and i feel like okay and we was over here watching it yeah that's i think okay yes all of these things are wild and bad and all of that but the amount of watching that's happening is so strange to me it's I, i mean it's interesting and not like not in a good way like i'm just very curious like what possesses you to want to watch this shit like we were talking off the air about literally the video that was being posted all over the place after takeoff was murdered like what are y'all doing and why like why is that normal in our communities i mean you know it's the internet so it's not just our community but why is that normal? Like, why is that something that we are? Why are we sitting back waiting for the next time this girl get beat up? Like, why is that? I don't know. This is what I'm saying. How did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. I look. I never was a fan of reality television for the yeah. simple fact that I knew. First of all, it's staged, and if it's staged. Meaning they put these people in positions like sometimes it is complete. Like I know there's some like storylines that are just completely fake. Okay. But then there's other ways of them just literally putting these people in these situations. And those are their real true reactions. You know what I'm saying? Like that's letting things just play out. Exactly. And it is always turned to disrespect or some form of violence. And for me, I, I, I don't know what, I don't know if it's just black people but like it's america's like obsession with violence i really believe it's like we can't we can't help but to look at the fire you know what i mean and so i i just don't know how do you correct it because there's so much so much part of the culture that people really love this like they they love it they they follow it follow it like I follow like, you know, the little like shade room and stuff like that. So I see stuff pop off, but I'm like, I've never seen a single episode of anything. I've never like went to go look for said things, right? It's always come to me and I'm always, I'm just curious. I I could never follow World Star because of the amount of fights that were going, (laughs) like I can't even do that. Like, I just don't understand the fascination with watching this shit. Like that makes no sense to me. I don't know what it is and I'm, I don't, (laughs) I don't even have words, but obviously as a human being, as a black person, but also like as a therapist, it makes me wonder, like, are y'all, y'all are not okay. It's not even a question. (laughs) Y'all are not okay. Period. No question mark. Because this is not healthy to watch. It's not healthy to continuously be witnessing and be a part of and engage in. And and then the conversations that are happening, like we're really, people are really invested in this. 
there are internet theories or theorists about what's happening. Girl, the theorists <laughs> are crazy. I I read all I be reading that shit because it's just I I don't even want to say that it's comedy, but it's definitely I'm I'm fascinated by people's point of view. Like I'm yeah. just I'm really fascinated because I know where I stand. Right? I know where I stand. But some of these theories, I'm just like, who told you that? Like, <laughs> not even who told you this, but I know it's a lot of like, you know, they always say like, oh, there's group thinking, you know, one person, blah, 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 and everyone jumps on the bandwagon. I'm like, yeah, but like some of the shit that they say is just so bizarre that I don't know what part of sense, like <laughs> what part of sense did you get? Like, you know, like, is it there or is it me? You know what I mean? Is it there or is it me? Is it not there? And it's me. Like, I don't know. Listen, I don't know be which honest. one it is. I'm going to be honest. I read some of the theories and I'm like, you know what? That was that was logical. Like, the how you got from A to Z made complete sense. And that's the part to me that, like, that fucks me up. Because I'm like, you really thought this through. You really thought this through. Yes. And this, is, it, is it logical in the sense that, like, you have all of the information and you're able to actually prove this? Not necessarily, but you thought this through enough to like go from A to Z. Like you really went the whole alphabet. You made sense of it. You took us every step of the way and it made sense. Not all of the theorists do all of that, but some of y'all, y'all be really working it. And I'd be like, you know what? I can't even argue with you because I don't have any evidence against that. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, I'm watching it just like you're watching it. But you made that make sense. I just don't understand how you got that much time on your hands. I literally don't have time to be thinking that much into any of this shit. I don't care what the fuck is going on with Kanye. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. You know, for for me, for Kanye, I think it's because I have been a f fan of Kanye's for, you know, since he came out. It was a big thing. Right. Um, college dropout and that whole thing. And like, oh, this this guy like seems like he gets it. You know, he gets it. He's speaking up for us. He, you know, he seems like a whole different Kanye. I know. And then fast forward to like, I don't know, 15 years later, maybe, maybe a little longer and he has just completely just gone off the rails. And uh, I, I, <laughs> that side. It's just every time I see something else, I'm just like, who is in his corner? Can someone please just take his phone or get him, <laughs> you know, like just, I don't know, distract him, you know, make him take care of his kids. You know, I, I don't know, you know. Make him take care of himself. Of course himself, but like because give him a project. His project should be him and his kids, okay? that That's what the project should be, you know. But also, theorists out there, can y'all stop blaming this on his mama? <laughs> like, yes, we know that grief is a thing. We know it is hard. We know his mama died and that really hurt him and all the things. But do not blame this black woman for the way in which this man is showing up in this world. This is not just not just grief, right? There might be grief compounding whatever is going on. But Kanye, regardless of his mama dying, has some shit he needs to figure out in regards to how he feel about Jewish people, black folks, black history, <laughs> like... That is the mama man aside. Said, the man said that he don't read. Okay, he literally said he don't read. Um, but then he's trying to tell us that we should listen to us because I mean, listen to him because he has more money. You know, that's the way he talks to people. Oh yeah, well, uh, have you made a billion dollars? No. Okay, so then you need to listen to me. And it's like, okay, so you designed some homeless chic. And made some people believe that this was the, the hot shit based off of your career where you were making hot beats for the hottest artists. And so you you gathered a clan of people, right? A and clan. you a clan of people. And they're 
going to support you no matter what. That's literally what's happening right now. Like all these theorists and, oh, uh, this is all part of a bigger plan. Yeah, you know, Kanye, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's bigger than us. He's bigger than us. He has the master plan. That motherfucker didn't think nothing out. Ain't no way he thought it out. And he ain't thinking about y'all. No, not at all. He does not have our best interests at heart. He has been showing us this, I mean, at least for the last five years. I don't know if you've been living under a rock or not, but just the shit. I don't know. Since Hurricane Katrina, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like after that, like it literally (laughs) happened after that. Like, I don't know. It just became, I don't know. And he, you know, he's recently been saying like, oh, I was drugged to fuck out or whatever. So people could make me manageable or whatever. So I couldn't stand on my truth. And, you know, that's why, you know, basically saying that's why he's been quiet all these years. And I'm like, oh, Lord, boy. And, and, and I've been done with him. I was done with him after the slavery was a choice thing. That really just um, really burned me up. You know, like that, that to me, it's like, okay, we've witnessed him be spazzy and say shit. And, you know, George Bush doesn't care about black people or, and, you know, I'm going to say this, you know, I'm going to be ironic or look at this. I'm a genius. You know, he's been saying shit for a, a while now, but for. And he's not always wrong. He's not always and wrong. some of this shit, like. Look, even at if some he point, means, you gotta take care exactly, of yourself. Exactly. And even if he means well in some metaphorical bullshit way, even if he means well, he needs to take care of himself because, dog, you are literally killing your own legacy. We're You're, watching yeah. him kill his own legacy and he doesn't That's even facts. recognize it. Yeah, that's fact. He doesn't even recognize it. He just, oh, well, God, I have no fear. God has me, you know? And it's just like. Sir, uh, you are not okay. And that's okay. we get you some help. And there's people, there's literal people in the background, though, Katrina, that are like, as he's saying crazy shit, like, yeah, you know, like they're pumping him up. Like he has hype men around him. Like it's of strange. Course. That's. Of course. Mm-mm. The madness always will. <laughs> the madness always will, and mm, I don't know. Who no, these that's a good are, point. Where that's coming from, but people are always gonna pump you up. People are always gonna pump you up, whether you're doing right, whether you're doing. Somebody gonna be pumping you up when you got money, when you give them something that they want. <laughs> they can be a yes man to you. They're gonna pump you up. Absolutely. That don't make it right. No. That don't make what you're doing it don't. okay. No, it don't. <laughs> that don't it mean it's don't. healthy. It's not. <laughs> you shouldn't be paying attention uh, to these niggas. <laughs> no, you should not, sir. Sir, <laughs> like that's not what's that's happening. You like up. just because you think you're right. I mean, we see that. I mean, let's be real. We see that with Trump. Like that's literally what's happening. He's turning himself into a black Trump. And he wants to take the same, he wants to take the same formula that Trump was able to like win these people over to make them think that, you know, he's got their best interest and he's going to take care of them. What did he do when he got in office? The first thing he did is try to take care, of, his take care of the himself and rich people. Okay. And corporations. That's who he was trying to take care of. Not the little people, the people that he was supposedly going to bring back cold jobs, knowing that that shit would kill them. He don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck about you. He don't. And neither does yay. Neither (laughs) does yay. Yeah. And And I don't, I don't don't want this to turn into an episode of just tearing down (laughs) all of these black folks. I really, truly want them and the folks witnessing and watching them, I really want y'all to get some help. Like, I really want y'all to recognize that this is not for healthy. Real. For real. This is not okay. This should not be the culture that we indulge in. This is like, this is not okay. And all the theories aside, because to some degree, that ain't even none of your business. If that is like... But all the theories aside, like, are you taking care of you? You watching these folks in these situations 
not taking care of themselves, struggling in whatever ways that they are struggling, um, being harmed in all the ways that they are being harmed, causing harm in the ways that they are causing harm. And you just sitting back and watching it. Are you taking care of you, though? I just feel, I don't know. I think everybody's using everybody. (laughs) So no, they're not. Everybody's using everybody to numb some type of pain, period. That's literally what's going on. Because, you know, if we, you know, for him to even fix his mouth to say, for Ye to even fix his mouth to say, oh, uh, you know, I now know what it feels like to have a knee on my neck because it's been made public, you know, in the public eye for me saying one comment about the Jews that's not the same thing wait because i said one comment about the jews and now i've been made public to not be a billionaire anymore so now i know you know thank you god for humbling me and you know making me know now what it feels like to have a knee on my neck sir you did not not lose your life but you ain't nobody's actual knee on your neck Nobody held no gun to your head to tell you to say the things that you were saying. You need to be able to take responsibility and shut all the way up on that shit. Like, that's your apology to the black community? Oh, I hurt my people by saying this, but I now know what it feels to have a on Like, I'm laughing because it's just so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. But also, like, you hurt your people by saying what exactly? Because all of a sudden you're being canceled because you said some shit about Jewish people. You've been saying shit about black folks for a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> And we still rode with you. Some of us. Some of us. <laughs> I was us. done. Some I would tell you the one. Still write it. But the wild part, well, I guess it's not that wild because it's America. But I, I was secretly hoping for him. Still... Exactly. That's what I mean. There, he was not getting canceled for that shit. No. But I feel like this. I wasn't riding with him no more. I was still hopeful for him, though. Like, I'm like, I, I don't want. I was still like, okay, I hope he gets it together. You know what I mean? Because it's like, no. I do care. Like, I do care about Kanye. Like, there is some love there, of course. You don't just, you know, that doesn't go away, especially when some of his shit is attached to some of your memories, right? It just doesn't go away. But at the same time, it's like, I can choose not to fuck with him. I could choose not to purchase none of his shit. Like, I would never buy none of that shit. Like, that, that shit that he was pumping out, I'm sorry. Every time I see people walking down the street with them ugly ass shoes, I just keep saying, <laughs> how do we, get, again, it goes back to how do we get here? Yeah. Like, I guess they're supposed to look like spaceships or I don't know what they're supposed to look like. All I know is this, he needs to just go on and just sit it on down somewhere. saw a bit, recalibre, regroup. And then figure it the fuck out. But I don't have to support. I don't have to support. And that's right. okay. And 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 those same theorists and those people are like shaming other people for not riding with them. And I'm like, no, like no one's telling you not to ride with them. You do whatever you see fit. But that does not mean that he just gets automatic support because he's black. Like, no. nah. You don't get to be harmful and still get support. That's not how this works. And if more of us made the conscious choice to intentionally not watch these things, not share these stories, not be engaged in this, then maybe it was not getting so much camera time. And these people could hopefully take some time to actually take care of themselves. But like, we glorify it so much. It makes me wonder how much of this is continuing to go on, how much we are perpetuating it because it's just continuing to be glorified. We literally look at it as entertainment. Like we have real life reality TV happening in front of us and we just eating it up at the detriment of everybody involved, ourselves, the people that we are witnessing causing and being harmed for sure, for sure. Because if you're talking about, you know, like we said, the 
I can fathom, like if we, you know, you know, jump off of yay and just talk about what happened this week. I could not fathom being in a group of people or next to a group of crowd in a crowd of people and someone dies in front of me. And I think about, I'm going to record it, post it anywhere or even, even touch my phone. You know what I mean? Just the fact that like someone just lost their life in front of me. And that's your first reaction. And that's your first reaction is sick. It's really sick. And I mean, you but know, that's the same shit that w- went on when Nipsey died. With, like, I mean, like, we live in a really strange time. Yeah. And I just don't know. I just don't know how it's going to get better. Because I feel like with us, you know, we're in our 30s. So I feel it's a little different for us. Like, we can disassociate. You know, we're not like on it like you know it's like i know stuff because like i know pop culture period you know but it doesn't mean that it's like all consuming like i have a fucking job i have shit to do like this is not my my thing you know maybe it's um you know part of almost like how i was when i was younger and would read like little magazines and you know i would have like you know my tiger heat or my whatever you know and and i would go and like oh well such and such was spotted here you know it's just um fun i guess but it's just like when people are dying you know there's all this other shit going on there's people that are literally creating their own demise in front of our eyes and no one's doing anything to help it's just like i don't know how to respond i don't know how to respond at all um to some degree i feel like i don't know if it is for us to respond to like there is I mean yes obviously some of this stuff is just things that need to be addressed um but some of it is also people's private lives should not be public yeah like you wouldn't know what the fuck Kanye said if Kanye wasn't Kanye exactly (laughs) and you wouldn't have anything to say about it you wouldn't know that this man was murdered somewhere you wouldn't know that the woman is getting her ass beat like you wouldn't know any of this stuff is going on if they weren't who they are it's true is it even for us to respond to it's being put out it in all of our entertainment forms social media the news all of that kind of stuff but that does not mean that we have to engage and respond like I don't, I don't know, know if that's for us. I don't know if it's necessarily necessarily um, respond, but I do have some level of concern. Oh, absolutely. I will say that. I don't know if it's necessarily, I, I don't need to like stand on like, we need to, you know, I don't know if it's respond. I definitely posted yay. And I did write like, you know, you know, I pray for the brother. Hope he gets it together. You know, like, because... And and that I'm done because I have been such a yay advocate. And I feel like that needed to be said because it's like, nah, like this shit is trash. And like, I know that like all these years we've, I've been riding with him and, you know, you know, not even necessarily fashion now, but just like back then, you know, fashion of when he came out and like, you know, all, all the things that he was attached to. Right. And you know, some of the work that I have either contributed to in some form or fashion has influences from yay. So mm-hmm. it's like, I felt like, okay, no, like this is just, this is just a fucking dumpster fire. And I pray yeah. for everybody it's involved. It's, yeah, it's very out of pocket. So I felt like I had to say something. But in ter- because I, I guess the level of concern really is like the next generation and how mm-hmm. some of them really are putting this said person on some type of pedestal mm-hmm. um, and blindly following. I think that to me, that is the concern. Cause I'm like, these people are technically going to be taking care of me when I'm old. Right. Like <laughs> these people are going to have the next, you know, changing of guard, you know? And yeah. I don't, I'm like, what's going on in the community? What's going on in the culture? Like a lot of people have some, uh, uh, some strange, strange opinions. And I just don't know, like, 
Am I on the outside? Like, is this a signal of me getting older? I don't know what's happening. It just, a lot of this shit is just so strange. I think we just live in a really strange time. (laughs) (laughs) And I think as folks in that, like, what do they call us? Geriatric millennial age group. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know. Ain't that some shit? I think our geriatrics are showing. That's some shit. Ain't that some shit? How dare they? Uh, They're like, you were born in the 1900s. You were born in the 1900s. Excuse me? How dare you? We just come from a a, a little bit of a different era, for sure. And I think a lot of what's going on today is a product of Mm -hmm. generations of trauma being passed down, but also all of the entertainment and the outlets and the industry stuff that has continued to go on and so i don't know that we will ever understand it and i'm okay with that i just missed back in the day like i missed the like okay i would say the most toxic drama fed stuff we saw were tabloids but we also know a lot of the tabloid shit was fake right we knew that because some of them some of the stories would be so bizarre right you know like like you're like such and such does you know it would always be like the strangest headlines and i feel like now that people have these phones and basically can create their own show you know, their own, like, follow me, follow my brand. This is what I'm about. Like, I think that whole thing, we were lucky enough to live where we literally didn't have no phones. We just, know, like, lived. We, we just lived, you know, and if you were at home, you were at home. And if you weren't, no one knew, knew where the fuck you was at. They didn't know where you were at, just the people you were with. Yeah. You know, so I think we're just out of touch with rea- like with reality and actually dealing with the real reality. Um, yeah. And yeah. It, I can't imagine what that's like for black celebrities because I feel like not only are they not living their reality, they also have to kind of find the balance of either selling their souls so they can make it you know, um, to a lot of these, you know, I know Kanye's talking about the Jews, but this, I don't even want to even say Jewish people, which to me, it's like so crazy because first of all, I don't feel like a lot of people have even met real Jewish people. Like I, I really don't. I mean, the population of Jewish people is like point, like point one two or something crazy, some low ass number. And um, for obvious reasons, you know, like for obvious reasons, uh, that we won't go into, but just straight up history. There's a reason for that. Um, <laughs> but it's just a white washed world in that celebrity uh, thing because they are the back, you know, people are backers and they have all these funds and these brand deals and all these different things and these contracts that they're signing their souls over. And mm-hmm. so not only are they doing that, but they have to stay relevant. And I, just feel like our celebrities in our time, and maybe it is our geriatric show, and I don't know, but in our time, they were just talented. Right. They, their talent is what carried them. Yeah, maybe right. you might have Nowadays, heard, you ain't even got to have no real no, talent. No, like zero talent. And you can be filthy rich, and people will follow you and buy you your gotta products. You just got to be cute on the gram. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And it's <laughs> kind of, I think it's taking a real toll on on this next generation souls because they're thinking like well shit i don't even i don't have to do no real work i could just i'm not saying that these people don't work but you know what i mean like yeah i could just be popping and have a following and yeah i want to do that like why would i want to you know you know get a real gig or or you know do anything that isn't attached to this when when the reward for doing that is so high Right. And I think there's just some strange, it's an imbalance, of course, because it's like the reason why I say like these celebrities really, it's, it's hard for us to like, it's hard for me to like, yeah, I, I, I read it and it's, it's a, it's fun. And, you know, I like certain things or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, I don't take any of this shit seriously because it's like, I don't see they tax returns and what they're doing with said wealth. Right. 
You know, we still struggling out here. Hmm. So like, tell, tell that to Jay Z. <laughs> right. So I just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the community's suffering. They're suffering, and 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 that drug of fame is what's killing them. It's really killing them. You know, uh, even to hear a rapper say, "Oh, they don't want rappers to live. They don't want rappers to live." I'm like. I don't know if it's necessarily they don't want rappers to live. I think it's poverty. I think it's it's the constant fight. It's the real live set tripping that we've all been doing since we've been brought to this country. I don't think it has mm-hmm. anything to do with specific like rappers, you know? But if you own that gangster shit, like gangster shit happen. It does happen. <laughs> right. It does happen, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. Who's to blame? I guess if we're, we're, if, if people, like you said, if they're glorifying it, but I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, I heard them talk popping off about this in a song. So now I need to kill somebody. Like, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily that, but I do think to some degree you've created, you've created and glorified a culture, making it look cool, making it look like somebody, something somebody wants to do. And I think that's larger than, so-and-so said that in his song and so I want to harm so-and-so it's I think it's larger than that it's been a culture of that for decades at this point and what is the impact of that especially in our community where we are not we are more likely to not have additional influences that are more positive and we're likely to see more of that in action and have it be glorified and think that it's something that we want to get involved with. But true. But I just, I also just don't want it. I think it's, it's a, it's like we've been saying, it's just, it's a layer of, it has to be a layer of things because yeah, you know, it's not when, just one thing. Yeah. And we can't, I'm just so tired of hearing the same thing about black on black crime. And it's just like, <sighs> White people kill white people every day. I think that's probably majority of who they kill because <laughs> that's the, that's it's majority a number. of who it's they the numbers. It's a numbers game at the end of the day, and I yeah. just don't want it to seem like it's like oh well we can't have nothing nice. You know, I was watching something. I'm a big Chris Rock fan, but I remember his old. Uh, stand up and he was talking about like you know but you know it's a it's a culture world it's a war out here it's a war out here you know it's like black people versus niggas you know and you know i love black people but i hate niggas Mm -hmm. and it's just like i get the like what he was trying to say and i know he's a comedian so it's supposed to be like that but at the same time i'm just like no i love all my people because there are sections of us that are really severely struggling. Yeah. And that, but I also get like, I don't want to have to worry about my safety either in said situations. Right. So there has to be some type of boundary or something created where it's just like, yeah, I will, you know, matriculate or, uh, you know, make sure that my dollar goes into said neighborhood because I know this neighborhood needs it. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be there like, you know, after a certain time. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, I want to help. I really don't know what the solution is. You know, I know it's like a lot of these people that we're talking about, it's like those neighborhoods need help. They need help. And while, you know, we volunteer, we do stuff, we, we, you know, help raise money. We put funds here. We do this different things. It's like, okay, when is there going to be change? Like, when is that actually going to happen? And I know people just get, they get frustrated. They get frustrated because it seems like the same thing. It's like, it's like this big giant circle that we're going in. And we are, but I mean, a lot of that is systemic. It's not necessarily just us. Like we don't necessarily create that. We might perpetuate it in certain ways because we are not getting out of our own ways or we are not taking the time and spending the energy to heal all of the ways in which we've been impacted by systemic issues. But a lot of that is systemic. Like (laughs) we didn't come to this place on our own. 
we don't live in communities that have more violence because that's what we just chose in life. Like these things were created and continue to be to be an, a, a, a factor in our world. And so to some degree, a lot of it is like just generational trauma that we have to really work really hard at healing and to some degree no matter how hard you work on healing it there's still going to be the other impact because it's still happening so I think a lot of this and like many other things in the world comes down to our experiences of white supremacy and how that has continued to you know just I don't even know the word like how that has continued to spread like disease through our communities and continue like continuously is doing so and it's impacting us it is infecting us it is causing so many problems that it is to the point where I think a lot of people don't see that aspect of it they're just seeing Mm -hmm. the symptom they're seeing black folks dying they're seeing you know people being violent they're seeing whatever they're seeing our community members in these spaces but they're not recognizing the the underlying problem which is the problem for so many of us in so many different situations especially here in america white supremacy (sighs) and we get tired of saying it but you know i'm so tired (laughs) i'm so tired i'm so done with it because I don't know. I'm so done with it. Not only because everything we are or everything that we touch is the definition of cool. It is the definition of culture. It's the definition of what many of these people wish that they had, you know? And um, I feel like we take, we took that too cool, like that cool mentality and we just wiped it all over our, our shit. So all of our shit, instead of dealing with it or finding ways to combat it or, you know, sticking together like the Jewish people, you know, but I understand why they stick together that, you know, the way that they do. I do. I get that, you know, uh, and I wish, you know, there's qualities in every culture that I wish that our culture could take on and that it wasn't just about being cool, you know, and being fresh and being, you know, you know, um, the best, you know, in that pressure of, you know, I think a lot of us are really trying to kind of knock that because we've been talking about that all throughout even having a podcast about people, about people pleasing and, you know, um, being, uh, you know, expected to go above and beyond uh just for you to get the normal shit that people get without even blinking right you know so white people right i just wish that we didn't have to have so many you know with with this this shit with the the trauma in our our communities uh with the celebrity shit that we see every day with the what uh you know with social media with our phones with all these different things I'm just so sick of like this coping mechanism, all these different coping mechanisms that we've taken on and that we're trying to shift to make it as if it's normal and it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is a much larger conversation that we don't have time for today, but <laughs> yes, I hear you. I, yeah. Y'all take care of yourselves. That's, that's all I got to say. For real. It's wild out here. It is. It is. I want to keep going. Mm-hmm. What else is there to do? <laughs> <sighs> Sending positive vibes, healing, and all the things to our Black celebrities that are struggling. Because there's a lot on your plate, and I can't even imagine. And I hope that you get the care and healing that you need. Yeah. Take some of those funds and, uh, Hmm. you know, use it wisely. (laughs) Right.
All right, folks, this next segment is called Roses. Marlena, who do you want to give your rose to today? Well, um, I'm going to give my rose to one of my close friends, Karini. Um, You know, um, as I mentioned in the last episode, we lost one of our friends, uh, David. And I know that David and Karini were really close. I know that... uh, you know, we all were close, uh, but I know, <laughs> I know that, you know, she lost her best friend mm. and this last couple weeks, you know, we've really been holding each other down and checking mm. in and good. being good to each other. And uh, not that we aren't already, but it's just like a tender uh, moment, time, you know, it's yeah. a tender moment. It's a tender time. And I appreciate that. And, you know, we, you know, went to Florida uh, to bury him. And and she, you know, we had a moment. We didn't even, I, I, we didn't even sit next to each other uh, doing, during the service because I had rode with someone else. And, um, you know, but as soon as we like saw each other and embraced, you know, it was just like we were waiting, almost like we were waiting to have that moment together, you know, because mm-hmm. we both kind of know what, you know, how the other one feels. Yeah. So to have that connection with someone, um, even if it is, you know, in a, in a sad time, like I appreciate that. And I appreciate Absolutely. that um, we're both able to be real with one another enough to even be vulnerable to say, you know, how we're feeling and what's going on. And um, even w- even when it doesn't feel comfortable. So, right. Shout out to her. I love her so much. And um, I know she loves me. I know the feeling is mutual, you know, and and that's a good thing to have a a feeling about your friend that like, you know, and and not just her, obviously, but it's just like that that particular connection right now has just been um, really obvious. You know, it's been really in my face. And, you know, David brought us together. So I feel that now that he's gone, you know, um, we'll never not be in each other's lives. You know, we already right. weren't going to be in it, but I feel I feel like this has solidified it even more that it's just like, wow, this this beautiful human that we just lost brought us together. And now, like, our friendship is going to blossom and hopefully go on, you know, um, for our, you know, as long as our lives are, or as long as we're here. So, right. um, shout out to her. Yeah, I'm glad that you have that connection, especially during this time, because I know this has been really hard for you. So, yeah, shout cause out I, to her. I really haven't been talking about it. You know, not talk like I don't. Yeah, I really haven't been talking about it because it to me is just so it's such a fresh wound. You know, so I feel like even if I don't have to say specifically to her what's going on or how I'm feeling, like I still feel that connection. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's it's easier when you have someone who is in that experience with you. So then you don't have to explain the experience. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, Katrina, who are you giving your rose to? Well, in light of our conversation today, I'm going to give my rose to the old Kanye. (laughs) Not the old Kanye. The old Kanye. Because I just want to honor the man, the artist, whatever you want to call him, because people call him all kinds of things. (laughs) Honor the person who many of us loved, who many of us enjoyed, who many of us um, really felt when he first came out and started um, sharing his music and all of that. And so, you know, just wanting to acknowledge him, not to say that like new Kanye don't deserve roses too, but (laughs) I think for different reasons, like I, I honor and respect 
him as a human being and I hope that he gets his life together and hope that he becomes well and just shout shout out to the old Kanye like when you said that you used to be like heavy Kanye fan like I remember when Kanye came out like I remember the feeling of like hearing his music and I mean everybody was in it so just you know Mm -hmm. shout out to old Kanye to the old Kanye era shout out to all of that like sending roses to that because there was something really special regardless of where Kanye is in his life right now regardless of where he's going and what's happening and all of that kind of stuff (laughs) this man (laughs) honestly like I don't know that people are still receiving that to this day because he is doing a lot of unraveling but (laughs) He did something really special for our community during the time when he first came out. And so I think that still deserves to be honored. It sucks that it's being unraveled in such a a way in this moment and that he is causing so much hurt and pain. But, and old Kanye did something for us. And just hearing you say that, like, just brought me so many memories and thinking about his music and places where I was when I was listening to certain songs. And like, that that just, it was a good memory to have. And so I just want to highlight that and give some roses to old Kanye and the way in which he uplifted the community at the time. Because it was, it was something. It was special. It was special. And you know what? I will go on record saying that I will give the new Kanye roses one day when he stops affiliating with Candace Owen and checks into some form of rehab. Okay. Y'all heard it here first. That is when I will give the new Kanye roses. We shall see. And we'll see if that ever plays out. Right. I'm praying for that man. He's a black man. I hope he, you know. We want to see you win, Kanye. We want to see him but win. But this ain't it. It definitely is not it. And, you know, I'm sending light and prayers out to everybody, especially Takeoff's family and mm. people that were close to him. Absolutely. Uh, you did not deserve to lose your life over God knows whatever, what. whoever right. knows whatever it is. It just was, it's unacceptable. So, um, you know, praying for everybody involved and, uh, selling, sending everybody healing energy, you know, call your friends and check on them. I think we say this every, um, probably almost every, every couple week. episodes, right? Yeah, right. Every other week we probably say this, but seriously, call your people and check on them because everybody is going through something in their own way. And the only way we can, you know, try to help some of this is at least say that we were there. We reached out, you know, and we identify, we allowed someone the space to identify what's really bothering them. Yeah. What's really, what's really going on with them and keeping it real could never go wrong when you express your emotions and your pain and things that maybe you wouldn't share with somebody, but you know, you gave them that platform. And he clearly is using that, pla- you know, people are using these platforms for all kinds of things, but Let's try to do it for something positive, people. <laughs> something. <laughs> if y'all could see Katrina's facial expression right now, it's so funny. Y'all take care of yourselves. That's all I got to say. I'm going to just keep coming back to that because, like, <laughs> your girl's tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Peace up, A-Town Down. Well, that was another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. And check us out on TikTok at Excess Baggage Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. For the show.